1: Hello. Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Work Asia.
0: What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this
1: is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is
2: Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted.
1: You need to go back to the drawing board, because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are Pretty Deadly.
0: Yes, boy. Yes, boy.
2: Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast.
0: are watching and listening to the longest running weekly episodic filipino wrestling podcast this is the wrestling wrestling podcast Nancy Romoran and a texting Chino Liao joining you for our regular Thursday live stream thank you so much for joining us on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod and on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast if you're checking us out on Spotify please don't forget to leave us a 5 star rating right after you finish the episode and follow the show let the people know that we exist as a podcast got a lot of things going on sure it's ordinary time major unremarkable week in wrestling but there's always something to talk about let's start off by saying hi to uh, our new friend ramon agbisit the very remarkable real one who the pba social media person (laughs) tried to dunk on (laughs) i mean he he isn't
2: medyo notorious eh, so (laughs) you're a hero man
0: (laughs) it's just really funny and i knew when Uh... we saw the screenshot i was like wait listener natin to
2: I mean, you know, si Ramon, siya lang ang taong tumiklop ang PBA, the Siya lang ang tumiklop ang P- PBA. So Ramon is now more powerful than a lot of us here. Because he he made he made an entire basketball league, the number one basketball league in the Philippines, fold against him. Mas
1: malakas pa siya kay MVP, chaki Ramon Ang. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, enough of the uh, funny stuff. Let's get some business. September twenty nine, another month is about to end. But you know what? Patreon has actually removed the rule na kailangan mag subscribe ka at the start of the month para masulit yung Patreon subscription mo. In fact, you can subscribe anytime oh, nice. during the month to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon community. And if you want to be part of it, uh is gonna tell you how it goes.
2: Yeah, I was going to say all of that before you stole my thunder. Guys, Extreme Rules is happening in a couple of weekends. So it's going to be happening Sunday, October ninth, Philippine time. And all you got to do to be part of that watch party, which we'll be having online via Discord, is to sign up on our Patreon patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Admin Jackie has mentioned it in the chat it's also scrolling down there in the bottom of your screen so as Stan said wala na yung restriction Patreon will now charge you on the day that you signed The day that you signed up, because what they used to do, which was really annoying, was that they charge you on the day you sign, and they charge you again on the first day of the month, so double jeopardy, and that's uncool. I did actually lose a bit of money from my subscriptions to Fightful for that. So now, if you're worried about it without any restriction, now I got to worry about is weakening peso against the dollar because it is five dollars. And now that's around 300. Now I don't know what to tell you. It's that expensive. As Chino said last week, sign up na kaya now para hindi ka mabutan ng pagtas palalo.
1: And I am just okay, so for happy. Sure that I found 50 US dollars in my pants last month (laughs) fantastic (laughs) that's investment right there
2: (laughs) yeah yeah so uh, again if you sign up for Patreon you get access to our Discord community where we talk about wrestling sports music pop culture R.I.P. Coolio uh, and all that good stuff you also get exclusive access to our reviews of weekly television shows Raw Smackdown NXT Dynamite Rampage and also a Live events here in the Philippines, MWF, and anything else. And also pay-per-views of both WWE and AW. And also, you get uh, our merch. Um, Babyface producer Mike, let's put that up on the slides, please. One of our line of merch. So you get a free one for free. And if we also do which we, we will also... That you be a part of that as well from online stores like WWE, Shop, Shop, AW Pro Wrestling Tees, and whatever else have you. Again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast as well as $5. Whatever yeah. that is Unity. now in pesos. Alright,
0: let's start off with the White Rabbit. Let's because we got more clues this week. We got another QR code if you uh raw. It was uh, on, in the announcer's desk. It was right on there. If you wanted to like pause and take a scan of the QR code. We also got a private TikTok video. We got a Google Maps pin to various locations. And WWE even went so far as to buy a dead YouTube page called White Rabbit Records. And then there's Links to Wyndham. Merong links to Kentucky Pindrop. Merong links to uh, like there was a source code that had the lines to Alistair Black's WWE theme song. You know, man is ever truly good. No man is ever truly evil. So now there are just so many clues. And Ro, I know you're tired of guessing. Kung sinu White Rabbit, but we gotta indulge all of our curiosities here. I mean, there
2: was a theory that I saw on Reddit that it was gonna be edge, but then that got disproved because it was <laughs> edge on raw. And then there was a theory that it was, yeah, the source code says it was gonna be Alistair Black, but Alistair Black himself said on the live stream that he was still with AEW. He is actually Masamal about people who have spread rumors that he was gone from AEW. And that only leaves Bray Wyatt, right? so I'm not gonna spend any more brain cells on this because so I'm just going to run with the popular theory that is Bray Wyatt. Because who else could it be? Who else is this creative? Who else will go to this? <laughs> far <laughs> London, yeah. Yeah, but um, no one else in recent memory has gone to these lengths to be creative. So WWE, no, I, so, I know Chino has uh, uh, things think say about as as he wants goes. to talk about this. So that's my guess I want to say EC3 is
1: like a sec is like a good second guess, because isn't he all about trying to uh, make his own narrative or some shit? What is great what's CW? Uh, there we go. Yeah, but so far he's trying to make his own thing. So it might be a good yeah, control thing, your narrative. Really That's his promotion. Free. We all know it's free. It's it's probably headed that way. Uh I just want to commend the WWE though for keeping up with current marketing strategy in Current popular media We've seen this in the MCU uh-huh. In the latest Batman movie, The Batman Which came out in February And they know how to use QR codes to their advantage They know how to Utilize uh, Different forms of new media To just play with people and like you TikTok So, Google Maps, a dead YouTube page. It's so interesting that they've put in this time and money to reveal this brand new superstar. So, sana yung payoff nandun dead. We all know it's Bray. We all hope it's Bray. Sana ang wish ko lang Hindi si Baron Corbin. Anybody but Baron Corbin. I'll take Paul London before I take Marine Corps. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Um, I got to commend them. Yeah, you're right. I got to commend them for making a huge buzz about this without being overly on the nose about it. Like, I'm sure Vince doesn't know what a QR code is. Like, what the hell are these black boxes? I mean, <laughs> so, I, you know, Triple H is easily convinced on what a QR code is. People... They they banked on people to actually scan their phones in front of their TV screens, diba? Gian, maraming natuto ng na QR code dahil kay White Rabbit. I'm I'm sure maraming natuto mag-QR code dahil sa contact tracing natin dito sa Pilipinas. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a good thing that that happened because if yeah. not, the White Rabbit thing would have fall flat. Say hey to my boy Larry. He says that uh, bahasi the bunny of Adam Rose fame. Might be the. <laughs> I mean, it is a white rabbit, you know, but you know, um, oh, Bunny na AEW. <laughs> I mean, that's a guess, but yeah, good stuff, good marketing, everyone's a buzz. Finally, the WWE has caught up the trends. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, really exciting stuff. Um, I wonder if the payoff is going to be really great. No? Like uh, some marketing student down the road will probably use this as like a case study, like a good case practice for building hype o- uh, over a series of weeks for for a TV product. So I guess that should be a good thing. So, yeah, so while we're figuring out what the payoff is for the White Rabbit let's spitball here about the payoff for Sami Zayn and what the endgame might be because we got a hell of a segment from the Bloodline to open SmackDown this week and people have been rooting for Sami Zayn for quite some time now and I guess for me, yung question ko is, will this lead to a babyface turn for Sami where he becomes the plucky underdog babyface again from NXT in a bid for the Universal Championship against Roman Reigns
1: Ako yes uh, Sorry did you want to take this role No no, no go ahead go ahead. Because ako yes uh, Stan uh, took the words right out of my mouth I think this is where It's leaning towards Number one because there is Some friction already there The seeds have been planted Between him and Jey Uso right? So it's already there We can see it happening and number two, the WWE has a history of telling these kinds of stories, diba? as far back as the evolution, uh, the, G- the generation X. the uh, If this is how the bloodline falls apart, quote unquote, then I hope it's told well. Because, yes, it's a uh, gas, gas, the throw. It's a wrestling. But at the same time, it's also a trope that can be utilized in modern storytelling, especially when you have somebody as charismatic
2: as Sami Zayn. Yeah, I mean, like, all tropes are potentially great as long as you tell it well, diba. Right? So, no problems there. Yeah, I agree. What else could it be other than a face turn for Sami, diba? Right? you expect him to be the old Sami Zayn from before, from NXT, right? So, it's only right that they go that way. And then... They already planted the seeds with, with Kevin, Owens, and Sami getting together. Sami defending the bloodline, although Medjo hesitantly. So it's there. It's a matter of letting them take us where they want it to go. So I think the that they will get there eventually. And I think that they will get there in a satisfying way. So... It's all good. Uh, yeah, I gotta give props to how that entire opening segment on SmackDown was written from the, the whole backstory that they gave for Solo Sokoa being part of the bloodline which gives him the opening to potentially have him turn on Roman sometime down the line because say tribal elders. So it's not him wanting to be there because his brothers and cousins are there but it's because they were put there by an external force so it's not really all him. And then they move on to the swerve from seemingly kicking sammy out of the bloodline to reinforcing his place and showing overtly how jay is unhappy with all of this after uh initially uh initially being happy to kick sammy out so a lot of interesting little things going on here and i am highly highly sports entertained so i hope that you guys are as well
1: uh, definitely uh, lang. this is uh, definitely a long term form of storytelling here it's not a payoff you'll see in a month even the illness sleuths have told us that they've been planting the seeds quote unquote since the May NXT days. it's a good basis for that right <laughs> Ne, pero, it's like a good excuse to, it's like, it's like a good way for them to make it as an excuse to, oh, then this is Sammy ever since. You know, it's like a very meta take on the story, probably too meta, in fact. But like I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say here is it's something that won't pay off right away. Perhaps it'll take until WrestleMania, maybe a little after, but when we get it, It'll be so uh, uh
0: Question for you guys. Will Sammy be the one to beat the Tribal Chief? No, not really.
2: Like, I, I would much rather Kevin Owens Probably be no. the one to beat the Tribal Chief. But ang mas gusto ko for them actually is he and KO team up and then they win the, the, the tag championships from the Bloodline. Yeah. From the Usos. Right.
1: Actually, yun yung una I nakita. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Did I step on anybody here? That's what I because wasn't Kevin Owens Trying to motivate Sammy Away from the bloodline no Before he became an official honorary Or something So pa-
0: Yeah that was just like one episode Because they're on different diba? shows yeah, Exactly so, pa- yun yung una kong
1: nakita, eh. so I thought that was going to happen I ho- still hope it happens Because they were a pretty Okay team When they were teaming up And it's, it's actually one for the ROH fanboys out there so okay, okay. I like that idea. Um, Whether or not he does take away the title from Roman, I don't know how good a job they'll do of, number one, turning Sammy face, and number two, making him a believable threat uh, to Roman Reigns.
0: All right. We'll let that sit right there as we get to our first break. So why don't we hear from our other podcasts now from Podcast Network A. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Asia. Let's get to some shout outs over on Kumu. Saying hey to Abby. kaka
2: birthday lang niya So, belated. Happy birthday, Abby. Happy birthday. birthday, So, thank you for that. Si Fola Lirio has a ng duck. Thank you as well. That is also equi- equivalent to diamonds so thank you again no new comments so keep smashing those hearts instead and letting people on Kumu know that you like the wrestling
0: all right Okay, uh, let's go to Raw where we saw a surprise return from one Candice LeRae. And nobody really saw this coming because Candice LeRae's name was not really in the rumor section of the internet, was it?
2: No, they've been getting really good at hiding these rumors from the journalists, the dirt sheets, whatever you want to call them. Maybe Triple H's staff is now inspired to hide, (laughs) to keep things a secret. But I think they've also gotten really good at hiding people as well. So, there's that. But yeah, really great surprise. Candice LeRae is finally back. She helped add a lot of, uh, some depth to the w- women's division. When six of the women are involved at the top storyline, you, you gotta have so more. There's that. So, a really great addition. And I hope that this leads to them to Raw having more women's matches on the show. I'm confused with a gimmick return niya because she was
1: a face but the song and the gimmick were that of for an offer heel persona. So, um, and then her finisher was also the face finisher she used to use. Uh I don't know if that's a thing they're gonna stick with. Uh, maybe they need to clarify it. Uh because people for NXT might or people who watched NXT might but feel I'm- the same way, but I'm happy she's back.
0: I don't think it matters. Nah, she came back with the Poison Pixie gimmick and the Poison Pixie music. Because I mean, it's Candice Lee. People like her, naman, in general. So, regardless of whatever her alignment was supposed to be, feeling of people would cheer her anyway. So, I don't know. For consistency's sake, that was what she last used. So, why not go with it, Deba?
2: Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I think though that they used it because yeah, n- I know that's what they had on hand. So maybe it's possible that they could still make something new for her. But the and technically, she didn't... was a face yeah, when maybe... she left
0: because the way had turned face oh, yeah, that yeah, in yeah. towards right, the end of last
1: right. year. That's right. Well, maybe they try and do Because I know and Dakota got new characters, so maybe they might give her something new to do as well. I don't know. Might be a possibility.
0: Yeah, I mean, right. I, I guess just uh, the fact that she's someone you already makes her stand out, diba. For one, uh, it's not like anybody on the raw women's side has her look, has her pedigree, deba. So, dun pa lang she already stands out. So. See, si Alexa Bliss? Not really. She well, she, she doesn't have purple hair. Well, okay. To be fair, yes. Yeah, she's like pink highlights on her blonde hair. So yeah, and I trust naman itong current creative team to be able to flesh out Candice's backstory somehow over the next few weeks. Kababalik lang niya, di ba? So right now, she's kind of fresh back nitong babyface squad that's opposing damage control.
1: Yeah, ako yun na lang yung hope ko. More fleshed out. Idea of who she's supposed to be. Like I don't. If she's the Poison Pixie, why? Yeah. I?
2: But I don't want everyone to be in that uh, six woman feud because hey, that's already too much. And they were, they still haven't explained really why damage control are the way they are. But I don't. They still haven't explained why Bailey handpicked. EO and Dakota from NXT, ba? So they're just riding on the popularity of these three women and Bianca Belair and Asuka and Alexa, right? So they still have a lot of work to do. They're kind of covering it up with the good wrestling, the long wrestling. Uh, that's That's a different conversation for another day.
0: Yeah, speaking of good wrestling, we're getting Candice LeRae versus Dakota Kai next week, which should be a lot of fun. Alright, uh, let's talk about extreme rules, yes. even though next week, pa yung predictions na, And I want to ask you guys how you feel about the stipulations that are being put. So right now, there are five announced matches, and almost all of them have, have stipulations from Drew uh, versus Cross being a strap match, Bianca versus Bailey being a ladder match, Edge versus Finn being an I quit match. Then there's the extreme rules match between Liv and Rhonda, mm-hmm. and I'm missing one more match. Ah, the fight pit between Seth and Matt Riddle. So, do you guys think that all of these stipulations feel organic? Because every match is a hardcore match, essentially.
1: Isn't that the point of extreme rules, though? Isn't the point of extreme rules to have every match have a unique stipulation?
2: No, I always thought that was the no, point. No, so, no, What's that? Me- what Stan is saying is, did it, did it all come naturally? Like No, that's uh,
1: it. Wait, lang. Pupunta na ako go uh, eh,
2: Sorry, Pupunta na ako dun.
1: So I always thought that it was okay for me to have a stipulation for every match because there are years that it's only or sometimes it's are extreme rules, na extreme rules pay-per-view. Last yes, 10, I went
0: back over the last five extreme rules pay-per-views and there are dalawa two per year yung extreme rules match exactly, or like a hardcore diba? match.
1: Yeah, but exactly. This time, I feel like it does make a lot of sense. Like you, about blood feuds, right? you have that edge match, the the Rollins match. You don't get a Bailey uh, in there, but everything else really makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I say it's blood feuds right? but that's how you settle it. It's to live and to Ronda. They're trying to, to live is trying to prove that she deserves to be champion. She's so challenge Ronda to win the extreme rules match. So to me, it makes sense. I
2: don't know if it's all organic, but. Uh, whether it is or it isn't, I appreciate the fact that they are trying to make the pay-per-view extreme. So it's I guess it's on the wrestlers themselves they themselves going extreme the hat and panel are going creative the hat. So begin Maybe um Edge and Finn Balor didn't really have to go to an I quit match. Maybe Bianca versus Bailey didn't really have to go to a ladder match. But it's okay. It's Extreme Rules, so it's an excuse. So I guess I'm also glad that they didn't say, at Extreme Rules, we'll, have, we'll be having this match because it's Extreme Rules. So it really helps that all of the matches announced for the cards so far have not been built in the last couple of weeks or so. They've all been carryovers from the past few months already. So it's not for nothing that they're fighting. So, okay, okay, done. And it does help make these hardcore matches make sense.
0: Yung pinakapanalo sa akin is how different they all are from one another. Like in the past, but like remember TLC, you'd have like a tables match, a ladders match, a chairs match, then a TLC match. So, parang at some point may, may parang naging redundant. Whereas now, a fight pit is different from a strap match, which is different from a ladder match, which is different from an I quit match. So um, I, I guess if there's overlap, it's probably the Extreme Rules match and that's what the agents are there for, to make every match and segment unique. I don't know, this is an Extreme Rules year where I'm feeling like it feels a bit fresh.
1: Yeah, they are making this yeah, pay-per-view matter a lot more than in the previous years. So that's a point now, oh, there extreme rules, they'll just pass chair and then it'll be generic wrestling for like the next three hours, right? This time around, at least you have an interest in the different sorts of matches. So you get a variety of violence all throughout, diba? Also, again, like you guys said, there wrestlers that have to differentiate yung match from all the other matches on the card. So I am actually excited for this.
0: Yeah, uh good stuff. Sorry, Romanik
2: No, no, no. I was gonna answer address GN's question here. Uh ano pa yung sa card? I actually don't know, not too sure. They kinda want the US and Intercontinental Championships to be on TV, which is totally okay then. I'm thinking of a tag match, but there is no one right now to put a, a tag title match for the So um they, the the usos don't have clear contenders they just they just wrestle the brawling brutes so i don't know maybe they'll put a six-man brawling brutes versus imperium match that could be a thing i wouldn't mind that at all so who knows well there is still three shows three tv episodes uh, before extreme rules they could still add something and it wouldn't feel super rushed to me
0: yeah, just to answer Fred here, I don't think we're gonna get Ray versus Judgment Day or Ray versus Dom anytime soon. Cause if that story's still being cooked. So I think extreme rules is too soon for that. I actually foresee judgment day at war games, like judgment day versus Ray and a group of baby faces or something. So maybe not extreme rules, not just yet. All right, uh let's Let's go talk about NXT here. Yeah. Uh because we're seeing that a lot of the NXT UK imports are in prominent spots on the NXT card, which is which is great. And it it also makes NXT feel different. It's it's very um it, it's a very different change from like NXT 2.0 that it's like bago na lahat. at least when you have people like Alba Fire Galos Ilya Dragunov JD McDonough Nathan Fraser Axiom there's know, veteran presence in NXT yeah, yeah I'm just happy
2: go, sorry go ahead sorry. Go, you know. go,
0: go okay I'm just really happy that the
2: NXT UK guys are in the US now and they're actually on American TV so it doesn't feel like NXT UK is an island anymore so they're here they're merged territory and yeah uh, the rookies needed these experienced wrestlers to come help them so it's not just going to be a lot of rookie versus rookie matches nowadays there's a lot more options for rookie versus veteran than they did just a couple of months ago so I'm all for this I'm really happy that the NXT UK guys make NXT 3.0 2.5
1: feel like NXT UK, yeah. Also, some of get veteran presence, and so they have all these guys on deck, anyways. I might as well use them, they brought all these people over across the pond, so might as well give them a prominent spot because they're already there. It's good talent that's yeah. just going to waste if they don't do it. So, I'm glad that they put people like JD McDonald's, Ilya Dragonov in the title picture, and then they have. Amplifier there also in the title pictures. I like how everything's turning out for the UK presence. While also still getting a lot of fresh faces, they probably got a debuting Soul. Uh, what's your name? Ruka soul Ruka. Soul yeah, there we go. Debuted uh, this week. So, oh, at least you are fresh intake of young talent.
0: Yeah. Uh, if anything, I'm happy now. It's finally happened. Because for years, but we've been watching NXT UK, and while I loved NXT UK, I was also wondering for the longest time when we'll see all of these NXT UK mainstays finally make their way stateside. That e pasulput put lang. Like you'll have the odd Rhea Ripley or Tony Storm call up, so to speak. But now that NXT UK has been dissolved, for lack of a better term, it's great to have them stateside.
2: Yeah, I just hope that these guys don't have to go back to NXT Europe when that happens next year. they're already on the way. They're one step closer to the main roster. Maybe some of these guys could go back, like the Nathan Frasers, whatever uh, you know, the Oro Mensas. Maybe pero yung mga hinog na, sana ano na, keep na lang nila dito sa US. Also, I wonder how this will play out
1: in the new NXT.
2: The official 3.0 NXT that we're
1: supposed to get next week. Sana, they you. I think this is... Is this it? Is this the...
2: No, I think the, this okay. is it. Yeah, I think this is it. Uh, they're just really waiting for the makeover uh, stage. Right. That's why they've taped these past few episodes. But I think this is it. I think this is the new status quo.
0: Ito, my si Glendale. When is Roderick Strong getting called up? Uh, for starters, hindi namin alam. But I think, uh, I think NXT wants him to resolve the Diamond Mine storyline before he actually gets called up. That's where I would put my money on.
2: Shaha, he doesn't have a spot up there yet. Like, um, there is no opening that I can see. Like, not even on SmackDown. Yeah. But they, they, they're kind of pretty fully booked over there. Yeah, I mean, you don't want our guy Roddy to be a jobber
1: on main event or something, you know?
0: You want him to actually... Yeah, good point then from Gian Na Legado hasn't even shown yeah, up yun, yet. No, He's a fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were called up, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're just waiting in the wings. But they, they were officially written out of NXT. So now we're just waiting for them to uh, make their presence felt.
1: Yeah, baka sila. they they always like doing these post-mania. I did not even say I'm not saying they've but they they like doing these batch call ups or H at least as likes doing those batch call ups. So perhaps going that way. I don't know.
0: Lately, the call ups have been individual, de Johnny, Candice, Dakota, and EO I mean, if you're going you say to, say?
1: to split hairs, those were
0: actual returns, not just like you know. I'm I mean, Imperium about, got called up as well, like dalawa lang sila. Okay. They're not. We'll we'll see we'll see we'll see. Uh, yeah. Let's. I like Janelle's suggestion here.
2: Like the Gado would come in to help Ray because he lost, you know, Edge. He lost. Uh, he lost Dom, right? so that would be fun. Mm.
0: Yeah, but uh, to to continue the legacy of luchadores in uh, the main roster, that would be fun. All right, uh, let's cross over to AEW and let's talk about Saraya See, Saraya came out this week and she cut a promo and we don't really know her status like is she medically clear to wrestle is she not there reports from fightful select where sinabi nila na the amount of money for which Saraya was signed largely implies and i'm kind of using their words here it largely implies that she will wrestle at some point but hindi alam when that will be and what the circumstances will be as well so right now she just came out there and she brought in the AEW women's roster and then she made a lumberjack match happen for the women's championship between Tony Storm and Serena Deeb so what what did you guys think about the way it all went down here yeah
2: it did feel weird that she ended up seeming like a conciliere to Tony Khan with regard to the women's division about like Tony Khan listens to me. So this is what I propose for the women's division. So are you now the general manager of the women's division? Is that a thing? That it did kind of come across that way. Pero my guess is my highly educated guess is that they're still following up her medical status, like in clearance, and she's still not cleared as of yet explicitly, although I don't know why because she said her neck was fine, maybe they're still running a few more tests, maybe they're they're waiting, they're observing her. But the way they brought her in, for sure, it did feel like she was going to wrestle. So I, I'm still holding out hope that she's going to wrestle, especially with the publicity that she made for herself being a wrestler still. So maybe they're not rushing. Maybe they, uh, they, they did rush with regard to bringing her back before she was ready, but they're not rushing just yet on putting her in the ring. So let it play out, I guess, is the, is the call here.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel during the segment. It's very weird because he called everybody out uh to the ring and started to introduce them, which is basically a curtain call before a show ended. So, to the roll credits for the show actually ended. There's a match after. So, it was a weird way to... Introduce her into a storyline This is the baker. Although I am happy that the women Got extra time this week Feels like it's playing out That Saraya is going To be the new Authority figure on this all-female Show and I guess it's Nice that they're laying the bricks down For that as early as now I mean we're starting to see the same things Happen on ROH the ROH Side of the Tony Khan Coin so I guess we'll just only time can tell ano talaga yung ginagawa di Tony Khan.
0: Yeah, but let's say Soraya isn't actually medically cleared pala. So does that mean that na the investment isn't worth it?
2: Yeah, there is no sugarcoating it, I guess. Um, pero, I don't know. Tony Khan probably knows something we don't. Inya, as uh, Fightful said, why would you, or as Fightful implied to ask, ba? why would you sign Soraya for all that money if he wasn't gonna come wrestle for you, the butt right? parang ni poeding siya ng women's division AEW. So there has to be something there or else.
1: I mean the women's division or sorry, the women's show needs a recognizable face. Not saying that Tony Storm or Britt Baker can't be that face. There if they were to build a brand around somebody who can't wrestle. I don't know how effective a marketing strategy that will be. Because uh, they're really trying to build. Right? Uh, Saraya said that she is the revolution, that the revolution goes wherever she goes. So if that's story, maybe she does wrestle. If not, it might fall flat. It's going to be an investment that he might not see as much returns on.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, yeah, so basically, yeah, never mind. Sorry,
2: Ro. No, I just wanted to... Uh, Talk about what Ramon is bringing up here. Uh, Botch spots uh, from the women of AEW. It, it happens, you know. Botches happen whether you are new to the business or really experienced. So the latest clip that we saw was from last week. Athena, right? Athena's been doing this for a long, long time. So it's not a matter of them not being safe. It's just a matter of accidents really happening and. When they do It's just really unfortunate
0: So yeah Let's zoom out here And talk about The entire women's block Of TV time I I would say It was like 20-25 minutes From uh, the Soraya segment To Brit coming out To the Lumberjacks All being introduced For the Lumberjack match It's probably more TV time Than the women have gotten In recent episodes Of Dynamite But it was still Just one big Protracted segment Where all of them Were crammed together So what did you make of that? Gino You got something To say about this?
1: Uh for me, it feels like, uh, like I said earlier, he was trying to uh, Tony Khan is trying to lay the foundation for this all women's show that he wants to put out there. Whether it's good or bad, is going to be a different take entirely. Pero say ako yes, I am happy that the women are getting staged or sorry TV time in this regard. Pero at the same time, the
2: execution feels a little forced. It feels a little quickly put yeah. together. You like you yeah, that, I actually so. kind of agree with that. Medjo, I'm, I'm happy that they got a long, long time to the point that uh, Ricky Starks had to have a squash. To, <laughs> so that's pretty cool on their part. But to me, it's just baby steps. Like This is what I was saying last week. If you have someone big like Paige or Soria and... In theory, Sasha Banks, you got to give them time every week because return on investment. Right? You got to put them on the show and have them draw the ratings that they were supposed to draw. So that's it in action. This is finally happening. So I'm all for it. I hope that next time in the future, they actually space it properly and not just put it as one big block. <laughs> you know, there's definitely things to learn from this from how this was executed Better uh, for now I am happy that this was a pretty lengthy block of television airtime
0: si Chino na, um AEW is building up to the women's only show but should ROH have its own show now because on Dynamite earlier we saw Chris Jericho main event Dynamite for the ROH championship and then see John Moxley title defense against Juice Robinson was just in the middle of the show so is it time to have a brand split for AEW and ROH the way that Raw and SmackDown have their own brand split?
2: Yeah so I brought this point up in the agenda so because I've been watching Rampage and for the past few weeks because they've been giving their main event time and much of their time to the Ring of Honor Championships, not just the World Championship, but also some of the other titles. And to me, I thought that if you were letting ROH bleed over into AEW, you might as well make Rampage the ROH TV show. ROH used to have a one-hour television show on Sinclair. And that would be no different, a rampage turned into ROH would be no different from that, you know? And yeah. I don't know about you guys but Sorry, sorry, China. I just wanted to bring up I just I don't know about you guys But to me Because the past 20 years Of wrestling television Has conditioned me to think That Raw, Raw pag Smackdown, Smackdown diba? So for AEW Why am I getting this ROH business In my AEW programming When You know Crowds out The AEW stories From the show Like what you Like what you mentioned earlier With John Moxley Being in the middle of the show In the midcard Not getting as much TV time I'm a Chris Jericho. Like, put, like, give ROH its own TV show. Put Chris Jericho there to bring the ratings and let it happen. Just don't, don't let it bleed over and create even more confusion. You know?
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I just want to add that there is a reason why he chose Chris Jericho or Tony Khan chose Chris Jericho to be the ROH uh, champion. It's It's because he's a recognizable face. When you put a title on Jericho, especially in if you're trying to revive a promotion, it brings eyes to the product. And yun if Tony Khan to Tony then he should put out a product. not just the deep pool of wrestlers, yeah. especially since he has an entire other company, which he just bought, which, to use another term again, it's just sitting there dead stock na wala nang ginagawa so dead they really want dead stock
2: right <laughs> i like the dead stock term de,
1: de, dead stock na wala ginagawa kasi doon lang yung rest of the row what have they been doing diba? they're just there so parang sayang naman hindi ginagawa i'm all for it if they want to call it ROH rampage go for it you know cuz it yeah. makes a lot of diba? sense it's a catchy name jerk there why not
0: Here's the thing, though. AEW signed the TV deals, nila, and it's running until what, 2024, 2025. Hindi ko alam kung merong stipulation dun sa TV deal na dapat AEW wrestlers yung a appear dun sa block of time that they have with with TNT or TBS. What if they say na, hey, we didn't sign up for a Ring of honors? Sino tong mga to mga
2: But they're already doing it. that that's what they're already doing on Rampage. They already, you yeah. know, Samoa Joe just defended the TV championship. Last week, uh, sorry, a, few, a couple of weeks ago, Claudio defended the ROH World Championship against DAX the uh, the week before that. So pretty much, that's what's happening. Uh, it's just that they're using the AEW name on the television show, on the marquee. Pero it's basically an ROH show with some feet AEW, diba? So kung ganun din lang, di sana gawin nila lang yun. Kasi... I'm sure people want to see ROH again especially with guys like Claudio and Jericho and whoever else have you like I don't know um, maybe the contract says it has to be called AEW Rampage but after that I might as well name it ROH instead if it's all the same to you anyway or
0: i you going call AEW Rampage colon Ring of Honor <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I'm actually with you guys here, though. Uh, now that I think about it, because We are kind of conditioned as a fandom to think na etong show dito eto mga ko. and ang dami naring nasasa pawa n eh from AEW's roster, especially the women because of the ROH people getting TV time. There aren't any women from ROH, diba? So all the more na nasasa pawa n men yung women's wrestlers ng AEW. So I totally see where you're coming from when you say na give ROH its own TV show. I just don't know if about with the TV contracts yeah. and all of that? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's all the same. It's AEW's, it's Tony Khan's TV time anyway. He's already doing it. It's just, it's ROH in all but name. Yeah, I mean, the, also yung problema <laughs> na yan natin problema problema
1: na and all right uh, yeah. man, and TV executives I mean, uh, all, that's also true diba? so yeah it's, it's their thing to deal with tainan, lang naman wrestling,
0: so ni we
2: just want the best product that's it to Lance's point he says he wants Jericho to do better than Big Show as ECW champion that match he had earlier with Bandido was already better than, than Big Show's entire oh, ECW championship <laughs> reign Definitely.
0: All right, uh, let's yeah. go take another break. When we come back, we'll talk about Bobby Fish going to Impact and we'll also do a TBT on your favorite odd couple tag teams. But first, here's a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Let's get to some shout-outs over on
2: Kumu. Saying hey to Fightstar. Thank you for t- tuning in. Uh, saying hey to Bashus Butongkay for following us. Thank you for following us as well. Please keep smashing those hearts and letting everyone know that you like the wrestling talk here on Kumu. And Julian, yeah, uh, we're laying off on that a little bit for now. Uh, for many reasons other than, than than Shopee's reveal. So there's that.
0: Yeah. It's not just that, guys. It's not just that. Yeah, it's not just that.
2: Ah, uh, dilang All
0: right, let's talk about Bobby Fish going to Impact. He appeared at. An yung show na to? Uh, Over the weekend, the pay per view. Is it Victory Road? Uh, was, was it Victory Road? Damn. Uh, Dad Minangelo would know. He appeared on Impact. Oh, uh, my uh, God. No, he
1: watched
2: Impact. Yeah. No, it wasn't Impact. No, it wasn't Impact. There was a special event yeah. Saturday. yeah, yeah. So Saturday. He appeared
0: show. on an Impact event oh, okay. on a short-term deal. He said in his promo that he doesn't technically victory work there.
2: Yet. Uh,
0: but I, I guess he currently yeah. works there because yeah. he is lined up to do a few shows for for Impact Wrestling. And in line with this, we also got to address the remarks ni Bobby Fish. So he actually denied the rumors in he was or that he tried to bring you know, Adam Cole and Kylo Riley back to WWE. I don't know what to believe
2: <laughs> He can always deny it if he wants you know. Bobby Fish is kind of a controversial figure Right now But I do like him as a wrestler So more power to him as a single star um, That's what he was before He got famous in New Japan Ring of Honor as well Good get for impact uh, you, you always want a guy who came over From the bigger companies And while he's not the biggest name He's a great hand as well
1: uh ako, I'm I know I'm a towards Bobby Fish so Congrats call The to want wrestlers to get a job. As opposed to him denying all the rumors, they <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean he didn't get what they what he supposedly wanted the right? Cole and Kyle are still with AEW. Right? So Kung yun yung, uh,
0: sinasabi yeah, in the first place, kasi, yung report na mga journalists is that Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are still locked up to AEW for at least a few years, whereas si Bobby Fish, his deal with AEW has expired, kasi, both parties agreed to just go their separate ways. So dun palang may contract na na, that, that's preventing Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly you know, from going anywhere but AEW. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's that as well. But I do think Fish is going to end up back in NXT as a player coach eventually. I say honestly, as much as I like the guy, he's kind of nothing without Cole and O'Reilly. O'Reilly, ba? because he's the tag team partner. So, good, best of luck to him. But, you know, any I think any company is great to have him yeah. be uh, contributing in any form.
0: Yeah. All right, let's go to our TBT for this week. We haven't done this in a while, so let's talk about our favorite odd couple tag teams. Uh, Definitely, Red Dragon is not an odd couple tag team, but this topic was inspired by one of our posts on TikTok celebrating the bar, because it was just a few years ago when the bar came together and won their first tag team championships. And, you know, that, that team wasn't even supposed to be tag team champions to begin with, but they were feuding over a potential world title shot, which led to the best of seven series. you know, much like a lot of uh, These odd couples, they are they weren't Supposed to be a tag team, but then they got together So what are your favorite odd couple Tag teams? Here are some off the top of My head from wrestling history you us a slide From the Rock and Saw Connection to Booker T and Goldust To Team Hell No, obviously I'm Biased towards Team Hell No because of Daniel Bryant, so I'm gonna go to you guys, Rowan Chino What are your favorite odd couple Tag teams?
1: You have some of them on here Again, The Bar, which is uh, one of my Favorite, Booker T and Goldust, which is actually well, some of the funniest segments I've seen in, in Modern Wrestling come from Booker T and Goldus' interactions because it's so brang against the grain eh. that like, Booker T is sometimes he isn't even the straight man out of this duel so the interaction nila. I also like current uh, odd couple tag teams like Keith and Rhino diba? they're running the WWE that uh yeah, Ethan Rhino, Ethan yeah. Rhino mm-hmm. had one hell of an underdog run and they weren't, again, hindi a naturally occurring tag team, but they made it work, man. They made it work. And, you know, when they won those titles for the short time that they had them, I, I was really happy for both of them. So, yeah, those were some of my picks.
2: Ethan and Rhino was like one of my favorite uh, underdog tag teams of the last decade. That was um, SmackDown Creative doing right by them. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it because, what the hell is this? It's Heath Slater and Rhino, of all people, getting a, getting a tag team title run. But <laughs> they made the story work. T-ba. They made it compelling. I liked whenever Kane would tag with a smaller guy that was his polar opposite. Like the Hurricane, X-Pac, Daniel Bryan himself. Uh, Kane made it work, even though Kane is not a good guy right now. Uh yeah. Um, I can't actually name a lot of uh, odd couple tag teams off the top of my head. There's Matt Hardy and MVP. There was a, that was a good uh, odd couple tag team of the mid to late 2000s as well. That's uh, um, Those are off the top of my head. Sabi
1: ni Glenn Glendale si Strowman and ah, Nicholas oh. now. You <laughs>
0: push See si admin Jackie, how about Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler? Does that count?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. they were they were at odds with each other, so I guess that makes them an odd couple as well. Uh, they mm-hmm. made it work too, so they had some pretty good chemistry, I think.
0: See si Nikki ASH. See si Albert is
2: asking and uh, Alexa Bliss, another one. Well, I don't know were they an odd couple, Nikki Cross and Alexa. Parang oo o, Nikki was. <laughs> diba, Nick- was it Alexa the devil? Alexa? <laughs> naman. Pa, no, 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 no. girl.
0: she was still doing a moment of bliss, being all flirty, mean girl. Oh, Cross was weird.
2: Uh, not weird, but you know, out there. Uh, yeah. I'm agreeing with uh, the people who said Rated RKO. That's that is actually a couple tag team. Now that I think about it, and they made it work, and they yeah. translated to so much success, and it got Randy to chill out. And wait, Rated RKO or RK Bro? RK Bro, sorry, RK Bro. RK Bro.
1: Mm. Yeah. Some somebody in the comments said, "R.K. Bro."
0: Yeah. Uh, Albert's asking about Brizango. Is that an odd couple tag team?
2: Uh, parang no, cause they had similar gimmicks. Parang no, they. And they came together, and they weren't really odd. You know, they weren't a mismatch. So they eventually aligned. So yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: I tag All Nikki A.S.H. Rhea, or uh, Nikki A-S-H just odd couple tag teams.
0: <laughs> Well, she was Insanity, which wasn't an odd couple of a group. I mean,
1: de, babae dun, eh. So, I said,
0: who's the tag The other guys. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Janelle says, Miz and Mizda was fun. Yeah, I guess no una because Damon Mizda was supposed to be like this intellectual savior of the unwashed masses. But then he became a stunt yeah. double. So, I guess I guess you could consider that an odd couple. Yeah. And, uh, pabaha. Ito,
1: ito magandang picto si Killian Dane and si Drake Maverick. Yes. <laughs> like,
0: that, that was good.
1: I, Ay, I enjoyed the good them. One. Binabato lang yen tag team partner. Yeah, that's great.
0: Tapas, you see, Drake Maverick would come out to the whistling music and he would try to get Killian Dane to like dance and skip to along. It's so yeah. magagalit si Killian Dane. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah, was that fine. was fun. Anthony si Wilson said, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, another good odd couple tag team. Because they were both just out there.
2: Yeah, I okay. think Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, th- th- that kind of wasn't an odd couple because they were both, um, they were both, uh, you know, Weird in their own little ways, so they were both weird. So that didn't make them a mismatch. One was serious, and one was bizarre. I guess we can say.
0: Ito, and That's
1: all. Pete Dunn and Matt ba? Riddle from Llores. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah, bros yeah, are yeah. weights. Uh, the bros are weights. Yeah, there we go.
0: Yeah, I, I think Matt Riddle with like any tag team partner is always going to be weird. The tag team partner, did you see Timothy Thatcher for a while? If, was this
2: before the fight pit?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think Don couldn't right? go to no, the US no, because uh, of COVID. So, right? so Timothy Thatcher took his place.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was an odd couple. Uh John Cena and David Otonga. Oh <laughs> yeah, I guess hmm. technically but I mean <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they tagged together because they yeah. liked it. But I think Cena yeah. was being coerced into he was doing the Nexus's bidding. by the Nexus, yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, uh. Champ and Thatcher. I don't think so, Admin Angelo, because both of them were similar in that they were the grumpy old men of NXT. Yeah. Uh,
2: agree. Agree.
0: I remember I this. I Eddie yeah.
2: and Tajiri. I like, don't even remember this. Yeah, I remember this tag team. Uh, they. they this okay. was a quick tag run that they had because Chavo was injured, I believe. Yeah. So uh he couldn't tag with Chavo. The and yes, Regal. That, yes, that's isn't? an odd couple. Yeah, tag yeah. Team.
1: But you yeah, know, Eugene yeah, and William Regal. Chavo I the nerd Eugene and William <laughs> Regal.
0: Do we dare speak of Eugene? Ah, yeah. Diba? Or I uh, know yeah. Rico and Charlie Haas. That's another odd couple tag team. <laughs> wow, <Rico and> <laughs> and that's some ruthless aggression stuff. <laughs> yeah. Deep cut oh, you know, you know, the tag team that na introduced us to sa wrestling. <laughs> Uh, Good stuff Nakamura and Boogs mm, I guess Because they're very different but, You know, They both like rock stuff Oh so yeah I mean, Not super odd
1: Yeah So hype man ni Nakamura and si Boogs eh. So not Technically At odds With each other
0: Yeah Yeah Ayun, uh, Kofi and CM Punk I would say is yeah, okay. Weird Because yeah. They didn't really have anything in common They were just Thrown together Yeah mm. there uh, those are our favorite odd couple tag teams thank you so much for uh, joining the the conversation in the comments if you're listening to this in the audio only version tag us on tiktok or twitter at wrestling2xpod in the meantime let's go to our picks of the week I'm gonna start with mine and talk about something we already discussed earlier and that's the opening segment from smackdown Uh, the bloodline interacting with Sami Zayn, the fake out and the whole introduction of the honorary ooze t-shirt really compelling stuff And I'm just happy whenever Sami Zayn is on my screen So that's my pick of the week
1: Uh, My pick of the week Goes out to AEW Rampage and Action Bronson and Hook Taking on two members of the Jericho Appreciation Society uh, Yung 2.0 I can't can't remember their their new names But uh, yeah, those guys And uh, the only reason I pick it is because Action Bronson Is in this match and Action Bronson Is living the life I want to live I mean the man is just eating a lot of food and working out <laughs> and smoking a lot but of I mean, pot and good for him, man. So, uh, man. So.
2: Exact oh actually, he yeah,
1: yeah. actually he's actually the
2: he's he got moving real well with yeah, that yeah, drink, yeah. so good for him. So let me know. On, on that note, like did, did Stephen Amell or Bad Bunny just usher in this current generation of competent <laughs> celebrity wrestlers. Why not? I mean if yeah, this is the new thing. rock and
1: wrestling <laughs> yeah, if, if this is the new rock and wrestling connection, why not? I mean Ashton Bronson's out there making new balances look good. Yeah. Because new balance knows its market. <laughs> Flat footed fat people. That's wears New Balance is. But, but That's for that every that action a new
2: balance wearer. For every action, Bronson, there's a Trina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So there's that. But all you yeah. celebrities turned wrestlers. I respect you guys. I appreciate you guys for putting in the time. My main pick of the week is from Raw, Bianca Belair versus EO Sky. Really, really great women's match. Like That's the best. That is the best the women on the WWE main roster can offer right now. And I kind of hope wish na yun yung ano. Yun yung title match na on raw right now, but champion Bailey gotta come collect. And my honorable mention is also from it's uh, is also another women's match from today's Dynamite. Tony Storm versus Serena Deep, mostly because I'm a huge Tony Storm fan here. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's get to your picks of the week in the comment section. Leo also picks the honorary U segment. Janelle picks the same segment. Panda Express versus Alpha Academy and Seth versus Ray. Glendale picks the Sami Zayn segment. Liv Morgan and her segment on SmackDown. Braun versus Otis. Dame. Glendale, just pick one. Jesus. Jeb picks Candice LeRae's return. Albert picks the honorary U segment among many others. Giancarlo picks uh, a lot of the same ones that we already mentioned, along with Usos versus Brawling Brutes and the AJ in Judgment Day stuff from Raw. Roman J mentions the Lights Out Rampage match. And, uh, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. That was fun. Julian picks the Den- uh, Dexter Lumis segment and Breaker Math from NXT 2.0. Allen picks a DDT match, Karen Noir versus Yuki Ueno and Chris Brooks versus Kid Lycos of Progress. Uh, admin Angelo picks Gallus versus Briggs and Jensen. Fred picks a lot of a, a lot of stuff. Andre Chase cutting a promo about Dave. Yeah, that, that was random and funny because sinung Dave, naman si Dave, Five star question Yeah, with a with a five star question. We're seeing a lot of the same picks of the week, which means that uh, I, I guess we're acknowledging a lot of the really good stuff that took place in the world of wrestling this week. Sa kumubaro, meron. What well,
2: that. No, uh, no, no pics there. All Lass
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We gotta acknowledge the, the Raw commentators for giving us a bit of backstory for Panda Express and making another reference to PWG. Oh, yeah, that they was They actually good. said uh, Reseda. And when you say Reseda in wrestling, you know that's PWG. So thank you, Raw Commentary. That was all
2: Byron. So he did the he did the deep dive on why Gargano and Owens call themselves Panda Express So that was pretty cool of him
0: Yeah, so I guess this is Triple H's WWE Where the larger world outside of wrestling Is really being acknowledged now. Um, there's actually an article on The Ringer about that Which you can check out So that's something you can add to your reading list For over the weekend As we wind down here, let's get some plugs uh, Chino, what's going on for you outside of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast? Alright, so I have a few new pod
1: episodes coming up Number one with The Cool Pals. Uh, sorry, we'll get to that later. Number one with my own podcast, The Class Clown Podcast with Gina Leal. The new episode of The Current Season is dropping tomorrow with Reb Atadero, who is a TikTok content creator who focuses on history and a lot of cool stuff. Also, The Cool Pals invited me and another comedian, Micah Andres, on their current episode out right now. For this one, this show I am promoting, kita ba? Wang time plastic na flinin ko. Uh, but it's a show happening on the Cool Pals Comedy Festival, which is happening October 17th to 22nd. You can check out the coolpals.com or on my own link .dot linktr.ee slash chino supersized for more details. Also, finally, my one hour special is coming to video on demand. So, if you want to support it, it'll be less than $5, I think. Uh, please also check that out at linktr.ee slash chino supersize.
0: All right. Thanks, Chino. How about you, Ro? Yeah, uh,
2: two events to promote in October, which is well, pretty much two days away. First is this week and this Sunday, uh, World Underground Wrestling will be having its show, Invasion. It is for free, although you gotta reserve a spot through the Facebook page. It's gonna be at uh, Broad Pit Bulusan in Quezon City. Promote this because I'm gonna be calling this with uh, MWF Commissioner Sonny Goh. So if you wanna catch an underground vibe of wrestling the ring ropes are actually chains and I've seen them I've seen pictures so it's gonna be legit hardcore if you have time this Sunday check it out then also we also have the next MWF Action Nevada taping on October 16 you can also be a part of that I think but by mostly being a gang subscriber just go to manilawrestling.com to sign up it is $10 or however much that is in Philippine pesos nowadays but like uh, Patreon it also charges you on the day you sign up so on Gank you get perks like that access to our tapings being a part of that as a live audience member and then you also get the latest episodes right now we are in the middle of releasing the parts of MWF Road to Fate 2022 in batches in in hour-long blocks and then you also get Access to the previous episodes of Action Novella TV and previous shows like Republica. So again, ManilaWrestling.com and then also gotta promote Escuela de Leon right now Escuela de Leon is pretty much open to all at any week but not for the next couple of weeks because JDL will be competing uh, both here and abroad in the next couple of weeks so it will resume in October October 15 October 15 yeah thank you thank you it's gonna be no batch system now so you can come in whenever you want just pay 750 for a session and you don't have to wait for a new batch to open up just come in learn wrestling learn the basics and make it either a fun fitness activity or you know um, make it your stepping stone to being a part of the local wrestling industry gotta shout out participant Joaquin Sandoval for being a listener of the podcast uh, he told me so last Saturday's training at Escuela de Leon so that was pretty cool thank you for your support and again The final thing Follow us on TikTok At Wrestling2xPod We are super close To 10,000 Please help us get there If you have TikTok
0: Alright Last thing to plug We're giving away Flight tickets On uh, First thing in the morning Tomorrow Wow On <laughs> yeah, On 99.5 <laughs> <Play> <laughs> FM Oh my god yeah, so we, we've got <laughs> real flight tickets to give away. So tune in tomorrow between 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. and find out how we are giving those tickets away. All right? In the meantime, you can follow us and uh, chat with us outside of the podcast at Chino Supersize, at Monday Night Rowan, at Row is War, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much. Check out the oh, guy. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we're just gonna out, yeah, we're just going
2: to figure out how we're going to do that. But for uh, Funko Pop in th- Enthusiasts and collectors, we will be given something away pretty
0: soon. Yeah, yeah. So uh, watch out for that. Thank you to our PNA team for all of the work that they do behind the scenes, and just reminding everyone as we get out of here to please keep your masks on and get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. On behalf of Chino Liao and Ro Moran, my name is Stan C. Wrestling, Wrestling Podcast. Out. See you next Thursday. Bye bye. Peace.